Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. Hello artists. How are you? Happy fall. Happy December. Here we are another Friday at a mighty practice. I hope you're doing well. I had a great creative week. This was a really um, great week for me because I had a show that just went up. I got to take my family, took my little man to see some of his first art. He was very confused by it all, but you know, I'm hoping just like it soaks in there and has like long-term effects on his life. No, <laughs> no. Did that. We um, have been working on a studio in our backyard that is going to be where I'm going to be set up moving forward. And that's almost done. So we have lots of projects that have been moving and coming to completion. And that has felt really nice um, for me and in, in my creative practice. And so I actually thought that I would talk about this idea of following through, of completing work, completing different projects you have going on, and some of the struggles that I see people have around that, some of the struggles that I have had with follow through and getting stuff done, and and the people that I coach. Because learning how to follow through is definitely a learned skill. And I want to talk exactly about what it is that I mean Um with following through on a project and what are some common challenges that people have like why it happens why it's it's tricky to finish something that you are working on and what are some ways that you can develop this skill and learn how to uh, close out a project to complete something and experience that satisfaction of finishing because it's something that we all want as creative people to see our work completed and out in the world and and shared and I want to help you get there all right so we're going to talk about that um, today that has been definitely front of mind for me (laughs) recently okay so when I talk about following through on an idea what exactly do I mean I mean that you are moving through the five stages of the creative process that we talk about here. So if you are new to this podcast, go back and listen to developing a creative process and you're going to get the deep dive into that topic. But you are, when you're following through on something, you are committing to an idea and you are moving through the five stages of the creative process, which is clear, which is getting started, play, which is testing, experimenting, and learning, fuel, which is seeking outward for information and ideas, generate, which is making a bunch of stuff, and then reflect, which is about thinking about what you have made and then releasing the idea, letting it go or letting it move to the next stage that it might be in, in whatever way. So oftentimes, uh, people who struggle with follow-through in their creative projects 
it's they don't struggle with it with in every area of their life they are able to get stuff done and be functioning quote-unquote functioning members of society in other areas of their life like maybe you are able to really get things done at work but it's hard for you to apply that same process of following through in a creative project and there are definitely some reasons for that that is very common so if you struggle with follow-through the cycle of what your creative process looks something like this you might have an idea uh, and you get kind of excited about it maybe it's you want to learn how to knit you want to knit a scarf you know make a hat whatever that is you get excited about it and you go and you get the materials and you have this kind of like a little bit of momentum and then you begin working and you do not get the results that you want right away and you hit a snag and you feel discouraged maybe the material doesn't work the way that you thought maybe you don't have the right program on your computer there is some type of interference that doesn't let you get the results that you expect you're going to get right away and then your enthusiasm for the project wanes then it's harder to make time for it and then maybe the next stage of the cycle is you find a new project and you find new enthusiasm and that emerges right and you get pulled to a new idea and then the whole cycle starts all over again does that sound familiar yes the idea here is that anytime you are stuck the way that i conceptualize stuckness is that you are spending too much time at our particular stage of the process so everybody gravitates towards a particular stage of the creative process some people are generators they like go 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 and they burn out some people are over reflectors they think 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 and they overanalyze and get shut down some people are stuck get stuck at play which is the stage that people who struggle with follow-through get stuck at play is the stage where you are testing experimenting and learning right so our follow-through people i'm going to call them our idea men not to uh, you know gender it but like people who have a lot of ideas and they get pulled between different ideas in different directions they have a tendency to test and explore and then get a little distracted and then move to a new idea and test and explore and get distracted or some have an interruption and then move to a new idea so they get stuck at playing and testing and they cannot push the idea through to the fuel stage and the generate stage and then the reflect stage okay so there are some reasons why that happens that are very common like why do we get stuck at play at this testing and experimenting stage and then stop right when we don't get the results that we expect we're going to get and we feel discouraged one of the big reasons why this happens is that our expectations for our work are too high we have uh, the the biggest vision that we have for our work like uh, at the start you know of like oh my god if I'm gonna make these you know paneled works out of these cut shapes of wood I'm it's gonna be this big massive mosaic mosaic and I have these big ambitions for the work and then when you get started at something totally new that you have never done before and you don't immediately connect with the materials and things aren't running smoothly immediately you feel like you've done something wrong and it's the idea's fault 
It's really about shifting to another idea and then you won't have any problems, right? So then you move to the new, a new thing instead of committing to this thing that you've had a little roadblock with and working through it, okay? So what are those expectations that you have of the work on the OnStart? And is can we lower those expectations significantly? significantly because if your expectations are really really high what you're doing is you're not creating any space for the learning process for the stage where you're kind of messy and figuring things out and getting a little bit of help and all of this the stuff where you have to grow you just want to show up at the generate stage and make beautiful amazing things and make a lot of beautiful amazing things and experience the satisfaction of that so no we have to move through the five stages to get to that generate so we have to move through the ugly stage of play where we hit the hiccups and then go to fuel where we get some help and we get some information and then we can get to the generate stage you with me okay so challenge number one right our expectations are too high gotta lower those expectations the second piece is that you have maybe made this project that you want to do far too complicated there are far too many variables that you are including that makes it hard for you to know how to start and it's very overwhelming. This often happens with people working in collaborative professions, like like filmmakers are, are something I see this really common with. I'll give you an example of, you know, I was working with a student who was a filmmaker and they had this really amazing idea for a project and they had a lot of ambitions around it. And they were like, well, I got to get this soundtrack and I got to talk to these people and I got to, uh, you know, hire like this team in order to have to do this project to finish it. And the thing that I always say is like, slow down. What is the simplest way to explore this idea that involves no one but yourself? Right? How can you investigate this concept in 20 minutes, in an hour, using your iPhone, using your body? Because the idea is that your ideas can have many iterations, but you want to develop the concept enough and develop your confidence enough so that you get some information to keep building and moving forward right so what is the smallest possibility for this idea so you can just get it out there and look at it and get some more information and figure out where you want to go next right limit the variable don't make it overly complicated for yourself that's very common so here is the idea the takeaway that I want you to think through is that your goal if you are struggling with follow through your goal is to move through the play stage which is testing experimenting learning build some confidence and get yourself to the next stage which is fuel that's going to help you follow through through the fuel stage is where you look for more information right you look for some maybe some technical help you look for some artist examples you look for some things that can influence your work and take it to the next stage so if you're experiencing you know stuckness around uh like you maybe you started a project and all of a sudden there's something you don't know how to do right the way that you you experience follow-through is you move to the next stage of fuel and you get some help you take a class you go on youtube right you overcome the roadblock the technical roadblock so what are some, if you're struggling with this, what are some, you know, kind of 
takeaways, some small things that you can do to help you follow through on a project that you care about. You have a project that you care about. You really want to learn how to follow through so that you can get to results that are exciting and satisfying to you so you can build your portfolio, right? So you can get your work out there. So how do we follow through? The first thing is we have to lower the expectations for the work. It's okay to have big ambitions for your work, but you have to start small in order to give yourself space to learn and grow and go through all of that painful part of the process. So what are your expectations for your work? Do you expect yourself to make an amazing, gorgeous tapestry when you have never sewn before in your life? Lower it, right? You want to make a scarf? Let's start with just uh, like an oven mitt. <laughs> like what, what would be like the most, a square, right? And that is all you were trying to accomplish right now, right? Make the expectations low and keep building on those expectations. Keep raising the bar slowly as you build your confidence and you move to the next stage. The second one, make your constraints tighter. If you are experiencing stuckness in general, having trouble getting started and following through, it's because you have too many variables and you need to make your constraints, the container that you're working in, smaller. So I'll give you an example of someone I'm, I was working with recently. She's an artist that makes space in different environments in the natural world. And she'll go in these natural uh, locations and she'll interrupt them in some way or make a, an object in them or a sculpture in them. And she was maybe experiencing some stuckness around, oh, now I have to find all these new locations and I have to figure out like what kind of spaces I want to be in and, and I don't know how to do that. It's like make the constraints tighter, make the container smaller. Why do you have to pick a new location? Go back to the same location, interrupt it again, interrupt it again, experience something new in it again, right? So the idea is that you're making the constraints smaller and that way you feel empowered to produce and empowered to play. Okay, third one is set a finish line. Set a small goal. I would never get this podcast done if I did not make it uh, a manageable part of my life, right? I set a time limit on how long it's going to take me to develop content. I set a time limit on how long it's going to take me to record. All of that helps me create a finish line and a small goal so I'm able to produce the work, develop it, and move to the reflection stage and seek fuel when I need to seek fuel. Number four, this is the biggest one, is creating structure and accountability. This is why people love um, my coaching program, by the way, is because I hold their feet to the fire. <laughs> like, I, I don't let them off the hook. They have to produce work and then we have to talk about it, right, in a review. So you are, you are forced to produce. And having that accountability actually goes a long way because you know that somebody cares that you get the work done and that they want to talk to you about it and then it means something to them as well as it means to you. This is also why people take classes because a teacher is actually helping move you from the play stage to the fuel stage. The play stage is where you're testing, you're trying a new material out, and then you got a question, you have a roadblock. Well, the teacher is the fuel. The teacher is the person that helps you overcome that thing and answers your questions and then helps you generate a bunch of work. So they are literally that bridge from play to generate. Okay? So that that could be something that works for you. It's like take a class, 
that is the added structure and accountability that you might need to help your project get underway. Um, or if you do not like the structure of classes, which I know people, some people don't, they feel intimidated in that format, get a buddy. Get a buddy, set up an hour on Sunday, say this is the day, this is the time of week that we do this work and we do it together and we're holding each other accountable. And that way it helps you move through the project and get it to the next stage, okay? At the end of the day, remember, there is no such thing as the right idea. Holy shit. If I, I mean, people all the time are just hoping that it's the right idea. Like, is this the right project? Should I be doing this? Should I focus on that? No such thing, right? The right idea is determined by your commitment to an idea, your development of an idea. Any idea is exciting. It just has to do with how much you commit to it and how much you dig into it and what you see is there and what is possible. So allow yourself to do that, right? Give yourself the space to follow through. Set the bar low, make your constraints tighter, set a small goal, set a small finish line and create structure and accountability and you will get to that next stage, okay? Move from play to fuel to generate to reflect and then you are on your way my friend okay you got this I hope we see you in January coaching program is going to be live for enrollment soon check it out online at mightypractice.com or sign up for our newsletter to find out um, about when that's going to open up or our wait list to get the early bird special all right y'all have a great week and we'll see you soon bye bye If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas we talked about here today, you have to come check out my new school for artists at amightypractice.com. We offer classes and coaching to give artists of all levels what they need to get started and stay motivated in their creative work. Find out more by going to amightypractice.com or stay in touch with what we're doing by signing up for our bi-weekly newsletter. Thanks, y'all.